Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spock. Chris Bachman hanging out again with Coach Gross, taking some time to chat with me before practice on a Monday. And thank you, Coach. I know you guys got to be incredibly busy and incredibly excited this week. 20-6 victory over Iron Mountain on Friday. Um, first drive right down the field, Owen McKinney from Jack Fussman. What do you remember about that play and that drive? Well, I just remember that uh, we thought we had a lot of things there. And uh, uh, I think Owen actually turned the uh, curl route into a – not straight up, just go straight down the field because it was so wide open. So, I mean, Owen McKenney, quarterback, wide receiver, guy making plays. Jack put the ball where he needed to, and it just got us off going and got us on the right foot and got us moving in the right direction. What's that say about those two at the high school level to, you know, Owen knows he can change the play on the fly, and he, he knows you know, the, the relationship they have. He just knows Jack's going to kind of see it and know it. Yeah, well, it's, it makes a big difference when he's played quarterback the first couple couple games of the year you know or you know I think it was in two three and four maybe yep. quarterback and uh he, he knows the offense and then a couple games ago Owen come to the sideline he says coach play 55 run play 55 okay boom touchdown to Josh Wilson I mean it's so it's like he's seeing the game you know it's it's just nice to have guys like that on your on your you know that aren't now he's not playing quarterback now he's playing receiver so it's just nice to have those guys um they then scored on a 55 yard TD but the big play to me there was Parker McDonald. And Hybel and I were kind of laughing a couple different times. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody burst through the line quite like that. Like, it got to the point where he was either going to tackle the the holder or he was, he kind of had to cover up almost when he blocked it. Yeah. Parker just, I mean, Parker had a really good game, I thought. I mean, he he, he stuffed the line. He got through, blocked that kick. And, you know, that 7-6 to six score you feel a lot better when it's seven to six. You know, you don't you don't feel like oh you're going to win the game, but you know that you get that one block point now they're chasing and you're you just got the advantage on them a little bit. You know what I mean? So those plays are huge. And I mean, <laughs> ask Ithaca they won two playoff games by a point. We've uh, you know we've we've won games against Ubley by a point. Yep. So I mean you you know all playoff football those things matter. Yeah, I feel like the game really kind of changed in the final 3 minutes or so of the second quarter. Wilson had a 33-yard touchdown run and then you guys got it back and had a chance to make something happen and then you came out with the swinging gate play late in the second quarter and you know, Heibel describes it so much better. You, to describe to people what the swinging gate exactly is. Something you usually see on extra points, I feel like. Well, usually you see it on extra points. What it, what you do is uh, is you take all your linemen except your snapper or a guy that can snap, and you put them off way to the left or the right or wherever you want, way off to one side, and you have a receiver over there with them, and then you have your quarterback and a running back and a receiver and just the snapper. So there's only four guys there. Well, the defense is like – main thing – I was thinking maybe we get them to call a timeout or, you know, you get them to use a timeout because they might be, you know, flustered and whatever. Well, and Caden is a smart enough guy to realize, you know, we've worked on it a bunch, obviously. It's like, well, if, if you don't see something you don't like or you don't like what you see or whatever, just call a timeout. And we had that. We had that. And Caden uh, just, 
he thought he, you know, I think he had Josh one-on-one, and he says, I think Josh is going to win that battle, and he threw it up, and Josh won. Yeah, and that was one of those that, you know, you got, you, you, I don't know if you've watched the film, but I felt like Caden saw that cornerback take one step in, and he knew he just had a little bit of a step on Josh, and he, a little bit of a bad recovery by him, too, but I think that was a really nice read by Caden, because yeah, I think it was him and Jameson in the backfield, and there might have been something there as well, too, but I think as soon as he saw that little bit of an opening, he sent it up there, and was it a little bit of a shock at halftime when you got, like, holy moly, all of a sudden, we're up 20 to 6. I don't think it was a shock. I, my main thing going, we were driving, and I don't know how many seconds were left 53 or 100 or a minute and a half or what it was exactly. But I just knew that that could be a big point in the football game if we could put a score on the board there. Go up two scores, take the life right out of them. And, uh, you know, and we got the ball second half coming out too. Now we didn't do anything with it, but, but uh, you know, you, you just, more you possess the ball when you're up 20 to 6 and you know when it's 20 to 6 it's kind of like the Michigan game this weekend yeah. run the ball the whole second half and get out of there they didn't care if they won 25 to 19 or whatever it was but we didn't care if it was 20 to 6 i was happy with that and they were a team that hadn't really had any close games and so i felt several times when they were down in the second half their pace was just still kind of at a crawl you know there was still a eight to ten second conversation between quarterback and coach before Marletta was coming back with the play. Did you notice that they just didn't really, you know, have that pace at all, even though they were down? Yeah, I think they I think they were wore down a little bit. I think I know their coach before the game said something about not playing as good a competition all year. You know, he was like, Yeah, they played in a smaller division this year or something in their conference and and he wasn't really too impressed with that. And it's kind of funny that you bring the question up because when we talked about it it kind of did come into play towards the end. I think I think they were I think they were gassed a little bit. They weren't used to playing a, a full quarter game. So yeah, and four quarter game. Is that as many pass breakups as you've seen a team make? You know, they tried throwing the ball and the quarterback made some some decent throws in all reality, but whether it was McKinney, whether it was Latham, and then I think there was back-to-back plays with Wilson and then Gildy just really, you know, like he was going to dunk a f- basketball or something, went up and knocked one down. And then Latham had the pass. You know, it was like three in a row to make it fourth down or a turnover on downs. Can't remember exactly. But as far as pass breakups go, I feel like you guys had 10, 12 of them. Yeah, we had a lot of them. We did a, we did a really good job of being where we were supposed to be. And, uh, you know, we, I, th- I thought we did a pretty good job of scouting and knowing where they were, what routes they were going to run and guys would recognize them. So that's why you put in the work. That's why you got to have good practice. That's why these guys got to pay attention. And and it, it showed the other night. It made, it made a big difference. Now a couple of those big plays go their way. Next thing you know, it's twenty to fourteen or twenty to thirteen, and you know, and then the dynamic of the whole football game changes. I felt like one kind of big change you made early when they were coming out. You know trying to get you in the phone booth you kind of sent drew down drew gross down on the line you know kind of as a, f- a fifth defensive lineman and then you had wilson and gildy was that something you had maybe planned going into the week well yeah we we, we planned on that i mean uh, drew does a really good job on the line when he's on the line if and, he's uh, coming off the edge i feel I yeah feel like he, he, that's that where that he's most, that's where he's most comfortable he's fast he's quick he's strong and uh josh has been playing so well and being so physical and that's where Drew probably doesn't play as physical, but I mean, you got senior freshmen. I mean, that's that's just yep. that's just to be to be had. But uh, Josh has been playing so well, and we don't like to put Josh so much all the time on one side because then teams will run away from him. So you know, you put Josh in the middle and say, "Okay, now good Josh luck." Can, good, yeah, yeah well, he can go either way. So. Yeah, you know, him, Gildy, uh, Kane, Hooks, kind of all, all led the team in tackles. You know, and C- Cooper McQueen hopefully will be back this week. I mean. The, 
the play of your – I don't know where to start with you guys on defense because up front everybody's working hard, doing a great job, and then your linebackers are so good, and then the defensive backs are so good, and maybe it depends on which level Latham's playing that day, I guess, too. <laughs> yeah, it, it all depends on – now this week will be a whole different challenge. I mean, uh, if you know what Ubley does, it's a straight T or maybe a wing, and that's about all – I mean – we went to watch them on Saturday, and they we saw two formations. Yep. If, so <laughs> if you watched Harbor Beach a, a few weeks ago, they are yeah. very, very similar to Harbor very Beach, similar. but you know, a little bit bigger, faster, and stronger. I, I yeah, feel like is I what say, you yeah. could say. Yep. Um, and I think one thing that really gives teams trouble: Caden Smith, sixty-one yards; Jamison Latham, sixty-two yards; Josh Wilson, eighty-two yards; Owen McKinney, forty-five yards; Lane Gross, forty-one yards. And Fussman didn't have the big rushing numbers this past week, but he could be capable too. When you have the, and those are rushing and pass, receiving, but when you have that many guys that could do that many things, how tough does it make you guys to stop? Well, I mean, I mean, I always say, I always tell our guys, look, you know, try to find their, you know, even basketball, find the best player, shut the best player down. Well, when you got seven best players, <laughs> I mean, who do you shut down? Who are you gonna? Who are you gonna? You know, you can't. You, usually, you single cover somebody, and I have no problem throwing it to Owen. I have no problem throwing it to any one of those guys. You know, Josh, Jack. I mean, I can split Jack out and throw him routes if I really need to. So, you know, it just makes a big difference when you have all them guys that you feel comfortable throwing to. And there's other guys that you didn't even name there. I mean, Austin Small. I, I have like Austin Small catching the ball or, you know, he's a, he's really ran for good, a few TDs this he, year. Yeah, too. He's a really good runner. Braden Schaefer's fast. I mean, we, we got, we got other guys too. So to have a quick break here on Spock sports show, we'll be back more with Brad gross right after this Spock sports show podcasting, wherever you get your podcasts and at my Michigan podcast.com. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Hi, this is Joe Barbary. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face, and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind if you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident. Contact Barbary Law, and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours, too. Beale City, ugly again. If you go back to 2019, this is now the third time that you guys have played. Every time it's been in the state semifinals, I talked about what creates a rivalry with Muskegon Catholic Central earlier. Well, when you play a team three times in five years in the state semifinals, a lot of these kids have played against each other two years ago. It's going to be a big, big game. And you go back to 2019, I believe it was a Trey Small TD late in the fourth quarter and a Logan Chillman interception that kind of sealed it for you guys 21-20. Go back two years ago, be back at Mount Morris again. It was a big Wade Wilson, Hunter Miles run on a late drive. And what was crazy about that game is I think you guys got the ball back with six minutes or so left in the fourth quarter. And I think it was the third drive of the half. You guys had had a really long drive that stalled out. They had had a really long drive that they ended up getting backed up so far that they had to punt it still. And so I remember thinking, man, this might be the last time you guys have the football. Wilson had a big run. Hunter Miles had a big run. He ultimately kind of dove into the end zone. But I think the biggest play of the game, when they came back out on the field, they had a nice kickoff return. Matt Oswald, he made play after play that playoff run. He got into the backfield and brought down Peruski. It really backed him up and kind of – made it difficult for them. What do you remember about particularly that game two years ago? 
What I remember most about that game was how physical the whole game was. I just remember the it was just back and forth, two teams just going right at each other. Just I mean, it was like you were just looking for that one big play. I know. I remember we tried a couple big plays that they. I mean, they're just so well coached as well that it's hard to get. You just got to beat them. They don't beat themselves, and and I think we had to put that drive together and punch it in and and win the game. They weren't going to just say, "Oh, here's the game." Yeah. You know, so that's that's what I remember the most about it, and uh, you know, looking at them again this year, it's going to be the same darn deal. You, we're not going to go there, and they're going to give it to us. That's not going to happen. Yeah. We're going to have to go win it. Yeah, and this, you know, they're coming in this year. The last four years, they have been in the semifinals or the state finals. They have zero state titles. You guys, since 2019, are looking for your third strip to the state finals. You guys haven't won it all yet. Talk about how. You talk about kids leaving it all on the field. This is going to be a really, really special game, 1 o'clock Saturday at Mount Morris. Yeah, I just keep thinking about uh, I keep thinking about how hungry both of us are. I mean, just those kids want it so bad. And, and all these kids want it so bad. I mean, they're, they're sick and tired of, uh, like the baseball guys, I was sick and tired of getting there and not winning. We just, I know there was... So much joy after that baseball one from 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 a lot of these baseball guys that I think it's the same way with this game. It's like there's going to be a lot of joy for whoever can get there because you know they, there's <laughs> it's hard to do. Yep, and you got to take advantage of it when you get there. And and they're hungry as heck, and you know I'm I'm sure our guys are hungry as heck. So it's going to be a heck of a ball game. Yeah, and we'll kind of end this talking about some joy. Um, I was down the field just kind of farting around on the Facebook Live after the game and. I was joking with the sales guy Jason earlier of just, you know, how how jovial it is, how special those moments are or whatever. And I says, I got Brad walking up to me with a, a thing of cookies <laughs> the size of the table. You know, talk about, you know, the, the games are great. The practices are fun. There's the moments in the locker room. But I feel like those moments on the field after a district championship, after a regional championship, that's just something you're, you're never going to forget that kind of stuff. Oh, you don't forget that stuff. And, you know, every season has its moment. Like, you just remember certain things about that moment. I'll never forget walking off the field with Jameson. He was the last guy off. And he was like, it's like, man, the last game here. And I never really thought about it until Jameson was walking off. He's like, this is my last game here. And it's like, you're right. I never, I never thought about that the whole game. Enjoyed the game. But it was kind of like, he says, yeah, I'm a little more emotional than most people. And I, I know Jameson don't care if I say that. But it was like, yeah, I never really thought about that. So it's like put it in perspective you know like i I try to put it in perspective with even like jameson was put in perspective it's like man i didn't think about that you know because it's not my last game i'll 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 coach again next year and it'll be the same thing all over again but it's like man i didn't think about that and then but one thing i did think about was uh we were out there and someone said oh you're probably sick of pitchers and you know when i was young i was like every kid i don't want no pitchers and blah blah but the older I get, the more, you know, you kind of get a little more sentimental and all yeah. that stuff. It's kind of like, man, take the pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> take those pictures. Enjoy those pictures. I showed you the one I had from last week. Yeah. Uh, and, and I just I can't wait to see your reaction from the one this week or whatever because <laughs> they they actually let me go down there and pop the old Burt Reynolds or whatever. Oh, so, yeah, I see. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's And so that was one of those two that, you know, very similar to you. I was down there taking the pictures. Of, you know, uh, Mary Fussman or whatever. Get in there too, or whatever. I says, if they if they don't mind, I will. You know, and that's and I think that's one of the you know special things about this community and this area in particular, and how big high school 
sports are. There's a cheesy country song, you know, it's called High School Football Friday Night, and it says, you know, some places it's just a sport, but at some places, you know, it's kind of a way of life, and that's what yeah. I feel about around here. And it was just really uh, – really awesome being down on the field after that regional championship win and that atmosphere and you know I think you you talk about that moment walking off with Jameson you, you know lights off and everything I imagine that's you know that's those those are the moments that are more important than wins and losses and, and everything right there yeah and it's like you know I, I'll, I don't know why but that's like a boom it hit me and it was like wow he's right and not only do I try and teach the kids something they kind of teach me stuff too so Hey, you're, yeah. and you're always learning, and I kind of look back, like last year, I uh, Sawyer Scully worked his tail off last year. Just such a great kid. And my son, Drew, took a picture of me and him kneeling down after the game on the field. Well, I thought it was so cool. That's what I gave Sawyer for his graduation present. And uh, it's just one of those, you know, that's what I'll remember from that year. Yep. It's just like, not just that. I mean, you remember a lot of things about it, but – that one just stuck out, and the pitcher just kind of is like, man, we worked so hard, and that's life. Yep. You know, it's just you work so hard, sometimes it doesn't always work out, but I still don't I don't regret anything, you know, and I'm sure Sawyer Skelly doesn't regret anything that he did that year. And, you know, Jameson, same thing. It's like you're coming off, yeah, we're a win, and I don't know. Yep. Just just the just the learning part of it, That's well, to me, that's what you can. I, I think I even said on the air, and I'll say it again when I come on the air this Saturday, you, you know, hopefully it's in you know a, a few weeks and you know after a win but I think either way at the end of the season with this with this group of guys you know I've gotten to know them pretty darn well I think I'm going to be shedding some tears myself too man well, there and and when you look at the situation that's in it's it's all good you, you know what yeah, I mean? because it's, it's just it, they're they're good tears I'll say I don't I don't know if that yeah, makes sense either, you know? either way either way to how about whether we win in the next two whether we win win and win or whether we lose or whether we win and lose There'll be tears, and they'll mostly be – some of them will be tears of sadness, but most of them will be just – there'll be tears of joy yep. probably because you just be happy that you got to you got to be there. Yep, and, you know, no matter who you are at this point, it's uncharted territory. Both teams are champions twice over. It's just really, really special times. Ugly Beale City Saturday, the winner plays the winner of Ottawa Lake Whiteford in – uh, Riverview Gabriel Richard, and if you remember that name from a couple years ago, I'm sure some you, you know that, that could stick yep. out a little bit too. We'll yep. maybe talk about that more next week. But Brad, thanks so much for joining me, man, and uh, have some good practice this week with the team. Can't wait to see you guys Saturday. All right, thank you. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Bachman, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.